Hey, Small Beans listener, did you know we're in the process of trying to make a movie? It's true. It's called Papa Bear and tells the story of the time my dad came out as a gay furry when I was 17. We're currently looking for investors, creative partners, and talent to attach to the project. If you'd like to know more or to see our script, lookbook, and business plan, please hit us up at allthesmallbeans at gmail.com. Small Beans patrons can also listen in on the whole process by checking out our movie production diary series over at the Patreon. Thanks for your time, and now, on with the pod. Stars, where are they? Atoms, when are they? The answer to these questions and more is wowee. The world is full of these questions, and brimming, overflowing with that one answer. You can't even go to the library without hearing an intense cacophony of young and old whispering, wowee. If your library kicks ass, that is. Keep your bad libraries away from me. Anyway, I like the universe. I think it's neat. Neato Bajito, don't be ridiculous. But do get ready for some wowies as we today explore the universe's many bewilderments and scientifics. Hi, welcome to the Small Beans program, Bewilderments and Scientifics. This podcast series is an ongoing conversation with the celebrity and educator, the prolific and brilliant Professor Scott Bug. I'm your host, Abe Epperson. I have no science degree, but I've long been in love with physics, biology, and the scientific method. I only hope to act on behalf of all of us as an intermediate, choosing topics and asking questions we hope to understand more fully. And to enlighten us, I'd like to introduce Professor Scott Bug. Hello there. I am Professor Scott Bug. I got my name from my parents. I got my title from studying hard and asking questions like, can I have my degree now, please? And where do I apply for the science? Unfortunately, the answers I was given were all just, wowee, extremely unhelpful. But I am resourceful and a brilliant doer. So I did. And thus got my undergraduate in knowledge. And I, of course, have a PhD in wouldn't you like to know? Currently, I teach gym at Wilby High, because I'm just kind of taking it easy these days. You can read my book, Triggered, A Repudiation of Cancel Culture, wherever books are self-published. You can find all of my other books, the titles of my many books, at libraries and one very special McDonald's. Today's topic is warp technology, popularized in some form or another in all science fiction tales as a way to move faster than the speed of light. Many physicists have attempted to create a theoretical propulsion drive that would take us out to the stars. In 1994, Miguel Alcubierre devised a warp drive theory that essentially contracts space in front of a vehicle and then expands it behind it, creating a slipstream of sorts, propelling the ship faster than the speed of light across a plane, without invalidating that universal speed limit and breaking the physical rules of the universe. From what I understand, Professor, this drive has become a reality, and the human race has entered a new frontier in space. Can you explain to us how this drive works and what it means for the future of mankind? Have you, have you ever thought about how to get to a place, like, real fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, if not, you best be thinking about it now, or else... 
or else what? Or else think about something else. It's up to you. So yeah, today we're talking about warp drive. It's a very real ability that we have to, to go places. Not in an instant, you know, don't get carried away, but in a more than few instances. A, a moment and a half. A, a happening of immense occurrence. We have the power. We have the capability. We are able to push ourselves. Now, I, I don't mean in the motivational sense. I mean we are now capable of taking a rocket blasting it off into space and pushing it harder to make it go much faster. Now, the intricacies of this push drive, originally called the warp drive, of course, because the wokes wanted to change it to push drive. It, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're, we're okay with the wokes. We know, you know, don't, okay. But it is unfathomably exciting. It's bewildering even that we now have this push capability. You know, it started with a nudge. You know, it became a shove. Now we have a hearty push to the stars. The drive is built. The missions are planned. From us on the human planet to other places. Strange worlds. That will be ours for the taking. For the dominating. For the destruction. We will conquer all! Amazing. Amazing. What a, what a time to be alive. I just had a few questions and then we'll get into the Please. interview segment. Uh, just to clarify so that everyone knows kind of what these terms mean because you're using in the, you know, very uh, technical speech. Mm. Um you talk about going fast, yes. like in a few instances. How fast, theoretically, can we go now? Theoretically, we can go faster than the speed of light now. Mm-hmm. Light is wicked fast, okay? It's, uh, it, there's a, a whiz factor, the C, C, it's, mm-hmm. for, it's for whiz. It whizzes by. It whizzes by. Whizzes by. Now, we are able to in a very contained theoretical laboratory experience, which is to say, write numbers on paper. We can go faster than that. We have figured out the math. We had to fudge some numbers a little bit, but it, it works out with the right sort of versions of numbers. And is numbers. there, an, and so there's no upper limit. We there's, know we can go faster than- We can, unequivocally, if you mess around with the numbers, you we can go faster than whatever number. Say a number. Say it. Uh, a million and four. Faster than a million and four. Jesus I know. Christ. I know. Um, so we, ha- we have developed this sort of ability. We can, we can see, you know, you're, you're talking about the sort of telescopes, the lights we see from, the, from, the, from uh, right after the Big Bang and things of that nature. We've, we've, got, we've got these powerful telescopes to look into the past, and, and the light is coming at us. Now, we can beat the light. We can go the other way and still face the telescopes where they're going and we, 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 we go backwards. Right. We can beat it. It looks like nothing. Jeez Louise. We point the telescope and we move backwards. We see nothing. Light cannot reach us anymore. On paper, if you fudge the wow. numbers a little bit. So we're going so fast that we can just... Complete darkness. Complete darkness. The light cannot reach us. We are, we have, we, it's not a black hole. The black hole is different, but we are sort of, it's, it lights like we are one. It's like the nothing, nothing can reach us. We are wow. unstoppable. On paper, if you f- kind of fudge the numbers a little bit. Obviously. Ob- it's science, science after it's all. science. You can, you know, you, know, um, you nudge it a little bit, yeah. Before we bring our uh, guest in, I just want to get your take on this. <clears throat> because you mentioned this push drive. Yes. And how it's different from the old non-shove drives. <clears throat> what exactly is different about this new drive? Is it just, you, you mentioned bigger shoves. 
Oh yes, it's, is that would, really all the, that we did? Well, it's not all. I would say uh, largely um, the answer to your question is well, it's more the thing from before, but more of it. Um, but you know, it, well, there's a, a you know have fuel, you burn the fuel, you create an immense, immense amounts of energy to blast off. You know, we've got gravity is working against us. You got to get through the atmosphere. There's all these elements that are trying to keep us down, but that is no way to live. We're going to get up and we're going to fly. And so you create that amount, amount of energy and you get up there. Once you're up there, you no longer have those other problems. So we created another drive that you, you, you it's like a little magnet. And you put it on the rocket yeah, ah. and it creates another intense amount of energy, uh, more so than the, the rockets that we've, we've built. And it, uh, again, I, 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 it's hard to explain beyond just being like, yeah, it gives it a bit no, of no. a shove, you know? Yeah, a little magnet. We got it's it. It's a little magnet. It gives a bit of a shove. God, that fascinating stuff being developed right now. And I think uh, this is a great segue to bring in our expert that we have this week. Um, this is a segment where we have the professor discuss today's topic with another leader in the field. Today, we have the pleasure of calling up Dr. Brad Spineman, uh, a lieutenant commander on the Enterprise, of trying to make warp drive a possibility. He's a NASA scientist in charge of the team building a new warp drive engine, uh, engine currently being developed by the Air Force, or the Space Force, rather. Um, it's quite an enterprise indeed. Uh, hello, uh, doctor, are you there? I am present. Greetings, gentlemen. Fun fact. My colleagues call me fun fact because of my propensity for human trivia. Did you know, uh, margarine was invented in France in 1869? Thanks, no. it's good to be here. Thank you for being here. Hey, uh, right let, out of the gate. Can I swear on this? I tend to swear a lot. You can, I believe. Damn uh, yeah, right. right on, man. Damn yes, hell. Shit. Hell. Fucking Shit. right on, damn hell yes. Okay. Shit. <laughs> Let's get down to today's topic. Dr. Spineman, or may I call you... Uh, it's Please. Dr. Lieutenant Commander? Call me Dr. Lieutenant Commander. Fun fact, Spineman. Fun fact. Tell us about the new frontier of warp technology and why you're here with us today. Thank you, Captain. I've been on a five-year mission with the Space Force to develop a new warp drive. We tried everything. We tried using string. But, of course, although we already have sufficient push drives, as Captain Scott Bug elucidated earlier, the issue, as I'm sure you gentlemen know, is space, despite uh, Dr. Bug's statement that it is quite neat, is in fact literally very messy. There's a lot of shit and and fucking shit out there and when you try to use a traditional push drive 99 times out of 100 the ship almost immediately hits something at light speed and explodes brutally of course we continued to do this anyway to impress other nation states and devised many ways around this, including sending a whole long train of ships so that some would explode and the ones in the back would... I am here to announce something very exciting, gentlemen. Space Force leader Trump, ex post facto, has endowed me with the ability to reveal on this minor podcast of some note that we have developed a true warp drive. Now, I know what you're going to say, Bug, but we're taking the word back. We're taking it back from the fucking wokes. 
That's our word. And we're proud to use it to announce oh, a drive yeah. that will hell actually yeah. zoom you from one point to another at light speed without hitting tiny things and exploding. That's amazing. You're welcome. You're fucking welcome. And how does this drive work? Is it is it uh, like uh, I mentioned before? Like uh, we have the uh, Miguel Alcuberi who devised the uh, the contract space in front of the vehicle, expands it behind. There's so many uh, theories about how we can make this work. Uh, how did we end up actually making it work? How Listen, does warp drive? Captain, this shit makes Galberry's shit look like shit or fuck whoever you said. Uh, I'm not even familiar because I've traveled on the warp drive at faster than light speeds and so aged backwards you... to the point that that's a reference I don't understand. Well, Wait, so you've, you, you've been on the warp drive? I have tested you... the new warp drive repeatedly, making In me space. an ancient Benjamin Button type backwards man. So you're, wait, I'm talking to a very old baby right now? I believe that's correct if you follow my prior statements. However, I must add that we're still aware of the great Captain Scott Bug's work because it is timeless and has been spread through the time loop using the warp drive, which is why I could come on this show and reference him earlier. That all tracks, Captain. So you're saying... You're saying that we have gone through time and you have dispelled to other cultures the teachings of Scott Bug as one of the, and this is one of the first things that you did with the warp drive. Am I understanding this correctly? I guess so. I, well, of course, since traveling at the speed of light, as you know, slows time relative to the static time of those around you. Warp drives were originally going to be marketed to the ultra-wealthy to slow the aging process, purely a cosmetic uh, product. However, in testing it, I accidentally did the stuff you said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Such a fan of Scott Bug's work was I that I sowed knowledge of Scott Bug into the very genetic code of primordial life on this planetoid earth i believe you call it to this day professor did you know about any of this uh i well i this is merely confirmation for me this is exactly what uh scientists have been predicting for for ages uh you can even read um in the forward uh of my uh my my book about gym class um i very clearly state all will hear my word, all will fear my word, from the Alpha to the Omega. I am. And uh, I think, I think it's... Um, and that was, that's you. That's me. Wow. That's, I mean, that's like one of the first things we all recite at schools. Indeed. And here we are. Everyone said, oh, this sort of cult, religious sort of like prophecy. Oh, very, very good. No, no, no. We now have scientific proof uh, via this voice we're hearing. Wow. This is this is huge stuff. And yet, as fun fact, it's interesting to note that there is no Christ illusion here. Dr. Scott Bug has been woven into history as like just a notable 
scientist. Oh, as it should be, of course. Uh, no, right? no, no, no. Oh, I don't. I do not want to imply People any. People do any not sort worship of, yeah. you as any kind no. of creator god. We oh, simply, as they not. We simply hear your word from Alpha to Omega. Alpha to Omega. So my there's word, just like exactly. stone tablets telling us about like a cool guy. A cool guy who says stuff. I think we can. I mean, say, I, I don't want to. I, I think you're very cool. I think you're you. the coolest. Uh, it's. It's just beyond me that you're, it's basically like you are a god, though, uh, Dr. Spineman, you're saying that he's not a god. He's, there's nothing religious to do with it. Fun fact. I'm afraid I have a fucking ulterior motive, gentlemen. Oh, no. I came here today to tell you that Scott Bug has, of course, throughout history been verified, as you say, a cool guy. But henceforward, I am threatening to go back in time and remove this status. Unless he pays me eight dollars a month. Oh, I've got you over a space barrel, Doctor. Got me over a space barrel. My God, an ultimatum! What are you gonna do, Professor? What are you gonna pay the eight dollars? I don't think I want to give him the satisfaction of my eight dollars a month. Eight dollars? Why not more? Like a million dollars, or even twenty. Or like $2 and just or get like it in the aggregate. $2, exactly, like, over time. Because I am a backwards man, inflation is, like, $8 seems huge to me. Do you know how many clams that is in caveman dollars, Captain? <laughs> no, I don't know. Of course I caveman? do. Many, many or clams. Space it's many, you know. obviously it's many, I know this. I am uh, a trained NASA Air Force Space Force Lieutenant Commander Captain Doctor. Obviously, I am not literally a caveman. I simply traveled back in time to hang out with them because I love them. It you seem stupid to me. What? I'm stupid, but hey, you're now, caveman. We are don't cool? use we don't use that word on this podcast. Well, very we're not, well. So we're not insulting, insulting people like that. Mister Epperson is, um, you know, he tries to get it, and we don't want to imply that's my job. That there's some sort of deficiency or problem. In terms hey, I didn't of... say I'm smart. I just think I'm better than a caveman. And here, I think that's this guy. I think that's this lieutenant commander coming in saying I'm worse than. What makes caveman so cool? Because the initial idea for warp drive dates all the way back to cavemen looking up at the stars I... and wondering, I can walk fast, but what if I could walk very, very fast? This is the true inspiration for Warp Drive, especially in the sense that I discovered the Warp Drive, Captain, because a fucking guy accidentally traveled too fast and came back in time, and I clubbed him to death with a bone and took the Warp Drive. I should not have admitted that, Captain. Yeah, you just admitted that you stole the technology from someone else. It's... Does... My calm... Demeanor belies the burning guilt that forced me to confess. Like the jinx. Oh. <coughs> Apologies. Wow. This I can't re- believe I can't believe we got that on tape. Left and right. I just want to understand. So let me. So I'm tr- I'm trying to draw the timeline here, and just so I understand, we developed a warp drive, but we went back in time and actually stole the warp drive 
from someone in the past, in the ancient past, uh, which gave us the warp drive. It's kind of like the grandfather complex, right? Like who, where did the warp drive come from? If like, for example, I walk into a room and I say, yeah, I'm a previous version of, or I'm a future version of yourself. Take this, you know, object. And then you in your future, who are, who is me, goes through time and gives that same object to another version and it keeps passing down the line. Where did the object come from? It's paradox. So where did warp drive come from? I believe you have answered your own question. The analogy is quite apt. Hell, ass, shit, damn. You fucked your own grandmother. Oh, this motherfucker. In a sense, metaphorically. In a figurative, figurative, figurative sense, yes. Poetically. Doesn't... Aren't you saying you did? Aren't you the one who's the grandma fucker? <laughs> no. I would be the kick-ass caveman. <laughs> Benjamin Button baby hitting you with a bone and caving your skull in and taking the warp drive from you. After he fucked his grandmother. <laughs> he fucked his grandma. No, I'm no, pretty no, no, sure. I think you fucked your grandmother. I think it was yeah, you thing. think I fucked it? Out just, of all of this, you... It sounds like a grandma fucker. And... I don't think I'm a grandma fucker. I will stand... I will go to the mat I for the fact that I am not... bring up the grandfather paradox, Captain. You brought it up. If you recall. I did, but I was... I, that's just because that's what it's called. I just brought it up as like a way, an analogy. I used an object. I just said a basic object. You're the one who brought in fucking into all this. I think you are a basic Weird object. Robot. Not, hey, right. hey, let's all calm down now. Let's all calm down. I think everybody's Look, feeling a bit triggered. It yes. was a little hot. It was metaphorical, dude. All right. I'm sorry. I, I simply thought it act. would bring clarity to the situation in your mind, your meaty mind. I have no idea if you fucked your sexy grandmother. I only know that time paradoxes are fine as explored in Scott Bug's work. They do not need to be <clears throat> understood and happen all <clears throat> the time. This time. is, we describe it as deja vu and various other, I cannot think of any other instances, primarily deja vu, Captain. Primarily. We, I, I would, uh, you know, uh, we in the literature, we call it A-OK. We call it just how things are. There are a lot of names for it. Um, it is just. You it's don't just... have to understand it. It just is. It's a-okay is what it is. It's a-okay. Okay. I will concede that to you, that paradoxes can just be a-okay. Yeah. But I fine. still want to know, where did we get this, sorry for swearing, fucking warp drive? Thank right? you for swearing. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't like it uh, when I said it, it sounded just now. Weird. It sounded, it it sounded, sounded weird. It sounded like you didn't. But yeah. anyway. It offends me, coming out of your mouth specifically. <laughs> it does have a different cast to it, Captain. I'm trying. I'm trying over here. Look, can someone tell me where who developed the warp drive? I presume that it is simply a matter of Dr. All right, follow me now. Dr. Scott Bugg's work, having been sewn into the fabric of reality, gave birth to the push drive and the oh, yeah. failed attempt to use string to better the push drive, which, as you know, led to the Bosnia-Herzegovina conflict of the mid-90s, oh. Captain. Uh, however, later... I went back in time, killed a guy, and took his warp drive. I don't understand what's so difficult to understand. 
<laughs> okay. I mean, I just wanted to, did you know, like, did you, like, hunt the guy down? Did you just casually meet? Well, I think simply, I think simply, he's simply saying that I invented it. And he stole oh. it. Why didn't you say that? I think I, he's probably ashamed. Probably doesn't want to I, admit it. I feel pretty beat up about it. It, it sucks. It's one of the worst things I've done, other than the previous horrible thing I already confessed to. And this and NASA, NASA sank. NASA was cool with all this. They're like, go back NASA's in time. NASA's a bunch of freaks, of course. NASA, they're cool with this. NASA put out a hit on Doctor Scott Bug. Yeah. For real? Yeah, they get nasty. They get For real guess nasty. What? Guess what, motherfuckers? For trying to understand a time paradox. Abe, you're on their list now, Captain. What? Just for trying to understand? That seems Space like Force. that's anti-science. Space Force. Wants Are you blood. just chanting? Space oh. Force wants your blood. Space Force wants your blood. Space Force wants your blood. Space Force wants your blood. You're in on this now, Professor? I is going... wouldn't say I'm in on anything. I think I am my own Alpha and Omega. I am outside of this realm you're speaking of, although I'm very aware of the goings-on at NASA. I mm -hmm. do have insider info. I do have connections there. I have maybe done a little bit of quiet work for them over the years. And so just... I'm simply aware Space Force wants your blood. To me, Professor, it seems pretty clear that this guy t stole your, your warp drive and he murdered you in the past. I don't even know how you got there, but he's just... He's just saying that. In and the you're past, just cool with it? I will In have going to be murdered a future version of what you will sure. have been. I haven't right. been, will be. So. But through your sacrifice, the warp drive will be gifted to humanity. And I might add, announced on this middling science podcast. Keep saying that. He does keep saying that. It's a bit insulting. But I but the important thing the important thing is I think um, and we've talked about this before. I think the the science is uh, paramount. The science the science is the most important thing that we uh, are doing. The amazing things I've discovered. Uh, you don't even necessarily know all of them. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes I will walk into a room and go, well, what if it's weird? And just the 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 light bulbs go on, and then. Mm -hmm. You got, bam, a microwave. Yeah, I invented the microwave. But you're not going to read that sure. anywhere because I'm not broadcasting it because I don't care about that. I don't care about the credit. I don't care if I'm, you know, murdered by a bone millions of years ago. I care that it exists. The technology is out there. The knowledge is mm. out there. The science wins over all. I am, I am a ghost. I'm a shadow. I don't. I don't need. I don't need this. That's another reason why you're one of the best. That of us. is Look. the most scientifically grounded thing I've ever heard said. And might I add that I do believe humanity will one day truly understand a time paradox. When someone who understands a time paradox returns to our time, and we can kill them or torture them, <laughs> then and take their shit. Yeah. Get okay. The information so, somehow, Captain. So here's the deal. I think, oh, I'm piecing it together, and I may not be a smart man, but it seems pretty clear to me here, here. that you, that professor, <clears throat> you don't have warp drive on your person right now. Like, you, you haven't 
built it, uh, but he said uh, that you built uh, it. So I believe I left it in my other lab coat. I'm saying we jump this guy, take his warp drive, because then, you know, unfortunately, I guess in the future, he has to take it from you. So inevitably, in order for the paradox to exist, you have to own it at some point. Um, do you, are you following me here, Professor? Well, I think... Um wink uh i i disagree i don't think we should be jumping this this fine science man but i do think maybe perhaps the three of us should meet in person for a meal and bring a meal and bring some cool stuff with us like i'll bring uh some a picnic and you can bring you know like gizmos i love gizmos if 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 you could give me some gizmos and show me gizmos i click 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 i'd be right there i'm the gizmo man i love little gizmos i love being sold little gizmos i love seeing and playing with pointing at tweaking little gizmos so maybe we all bring our favorite all-powerful gizmo just as like a like a not a secret Santa because you can keep it you keep it you when you bring it you take it home with you when you're done so not exactly like that but or like a white elephant situation but something where you just bring it and we you know hang out yeah what do you think of that Doctor Spinin that sounds lovely although I my sensors which is what I call my brain and body is detecting some tension in the room therefore i've decided to club you both with this bone <laughs> no not the bone well, don't bring the not bone the into bone. this i don't think we need to bring the bone into this i think that there's no reason to i will bring the bone. the bone to dinner just so we all know that we're not fucking around we're having a dinner as science professionals and if Indeed. anyone tries to fucking fuck with me I will cave your fucking skulls in with my goddamn bone. Again? You mean you'll cave, you'll hit us with a bone again? Yeah. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Warp drive joke. Abe probably doesn't get it. That makes it a <laughs> fun in it. joke between Damn. myself and Dr. Bug. May I ask the type of bone you'll be bringing with you? A femur. Because it is the best form of bone to hide in a lab coat due to it being the first bone anyone thinks of when they are quickly supposed to think of a bone. <laughs> think about bones? Yeah, that's right. That's true. I always think of the bone. No one thinks about other bones. Fun fact. Did you know the largest bone in the body is actually the skin? No. It's a big bone. It is a big bone. That's why we encase hmm. the push drive or warp drive now, I guess. Take that, you wokes. Uh, we encase it. In skin, because it's the strongest bone. That's why it's huh. called the skin drive. Which, should, I, did I not mention that? No. Maybe next time. Maybe next time you'll mention it. Maybe yeah, we'll have time for that time. next time. Or at our picnic. The one you intend to poison me at? No. That's right. Nobody's... I heard your wink. Your audible wink was detected we by my sensors. We didn't have an audible wink. Let's, uh, let's put a pin in this. Uh, and let's, uh, nobody, nobody said poison. I want to uh, move to a new segment that we call the universe of Twitter, where we can answer some of these questions that the, uh, that the, the Twitter sphere, uh, has asked. So we have these questions. Listeners can follow me at Abe the mighty or the professor at prof Scott bug and ask questions featured during this segment. 
I'll start with the first one, and both of you can jump in at any time. Uh, at Bump Grump, uh, parentheses parody, asks, I'm pretty fast. I think me and this warp clanker should race. Who sets that up? I am fully endowed to set up competitions between spaceships and randos from the internet. There you go. The uh, space Force. Space is Force is doing the, a lot of good work. I was going to say the infrastructure is a little weak, but... Uh, oh, they're doing good work with it. Yes, great work, captains. Mostly dedicated to showing up things like children, horses, animals, birds by flying rockets faster than that and saying, in your face, fucker, look that's at right, a rocket. That's right. That's, that's true. It's where, the term, it's where the term space race comes from. That well, was this, that actually the original space race. to a race of people from space, but... We should go back in time for me to explain that. Or for you not to say that out loud. Yeah, you let a lot of things slip by. <laughs> At Blotho the Endless tweets, I looked into some dark energy before and it was staring back and now I see holes in the universe. How do I stop a haunting? We didn't really talk about dark energy, but I think he's referring to the fact that you'd have to create a negative energy potential in order to create a warp drive. Yeah, um, read your Bible. That is not how warp drives work at all. But go off. Simply read your well, Bible. How do you stop a haunting, Dr. Read your Bible. Uh, Spineman? Read your Bible. Read your Bible. All right. Ghosts Just, there we go. are only capable of warp four or below. Simply go warp six. And, so just go faster. Just or run five. away. Just or run five. at warp six. This is uh, why Scott Bug is so admired. His simple, no-nonsense, straightforward approach fucking slaps. Just get, thank you, thank you. Sometimes you just gotta cut through the fucking bullshit and just say, fucking read your goddamn Bible. Fun fact, many think that the warp number is a speed designation. This is not accurate. It is actually a subjective measure of attractiveness. Like, there are warp six here, but there are warp nine in Nebraska. <laughs> I hope that answers your ghost question. At guy 14 asks, could you slap one of these warp drives on a surfboard? Have. Would again. This guy sounds cool. What a cool what guy. What a cool guy. I was going to say he's a cool guy. You're kind of a cool guy. Takes one to know one, cool guy. Takes another one to know another one, cool wink. guy. I'm taking it back. I'm taking back the wink. It's yours now. Oh. That's right. Here's yeah. another one. Wink. That's yours now. Take it. Yeah, wink. God damn this guy. At Infinite Balls tweets. I intercepted Abe's link. Oh, interception! Too. You can't oh, intercept wink. a wink. Oh, That's not That's how winks cool work. I'm sucking down how winks these winks. Gobble, gobble, also, slurp, yes, slurp. Yes, about the surfboard thing. Do what you gotta do, man. Do what you gotta do. Live your life. Live an awesome life. Sounds like you already are. At Infinite Balls asks, doesn't time dilation make it so whomever's driving these babies would get real old real fast? Why would we want ships that make you old? Fun fact. The balls only appear infinite due to a phenomenon called blue shift. <clears throat> the blue balls are actually red. Red balls, yes. Oh. That's a NASA joke. Mm. It's about cum. You would be laughing if you were smart enough to be a NASA captain. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking right. guy. <laughs> All right. Last tweet. Hey, this Wait, fucking guy. We didn't answer the fucking question, dipshit. All right. What's the answer then? Which, well, 
I'm saying we all saw Elon Musk in a Cadillac as a skeleton. This was the unfortunate result of warping his cool car too fast through space. However, we have also established that going faster than light makes you a backwards Benjamin Button baby man. So this is itself a paradox, which proves that Abe is wrong. <laughs> I am sorry. You, First you of took all, all that time to say the same thing. Are, that doesn't answer okay, the question either. There are argue. paradoxes. Accept it. Why do we want... All right. But sorry, uh, all right. real quick. Wouldn't a, wouldn't a backwards Benjamin Button be just a guy? Yeah. It's been a tremendous pleasure, Captain. He's not answering, Thank is you for he? Having me on this shit. At Bill Nye tweets, look, just pay for the child support. No, you pay for the child support, Bill. No, you pay for it. Shit. Always got. I'm so sorry. Fudge this butt in his poop, I swear. Show me your warp drive, Bill. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Who's got the warp drive now, Bill? As always, your input and questions are an important part of the science process. So thank you, Twitter. Um, That's basically all the time we have. I want to thank Lieutenant Commander Dr. Brad Spineman for joining us. It's been Uh, a tremendous pleasure, Captain. Thank you for having me on this ship. Are there any comedians or websites uh, you want to plug for any reason? Nothing to plug other than myself into the wall because I am... (laughs) A human man. I knew it. I knew it. I knew this Who motherfucker. Owns a, a car that you charge. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. This concludes another episode of Bewilderments and Scientifics. Uh, again, I'm Abe Epperson, and thanking the professor for joining us and wrapping up this episode uh, with May Your Day Be Blessed by Science. Hi everyone, Abe again. This podcast was a collaboration between the creators of Some More News and Small Beans. If you like this podcast, please stop by patreon.com slash smallbeans, where you will get new episodes early, as well as exclusive content provided by Small Beans. We love you!